Hello everyone, Bobby Wilson here for the TNT College Football Podcast. Glad to be back on this afternoon. Hope everybody's doing well. If you're listening to this, you're listening to my next installment in my college football breakdown series, continuing to break down all 133 teams at the FBS level. And in this segment, I will continue with the Texas Longhorns, who last year went 8-5 and five and 6-3 and three in the Big 12. Texas seemed to make a jump last year. Um, really looked really really talented in a lot of games and and quarterback Quinn Ewers I I remember watching the game against Alabama early in the year and just being extremely impressed by him and and his ability uh, against an elite team like Alabama uh, to go out there and really really do some special things and if he didn't get injured in that game Texas would have had a legitimate chance to beat Alabama and his injury kind of lingered for a little bit he still had a very good season, um, but there's room for more, and I think we all see that from him. We see the potential. We see how how fantastic he could be. I mean, you can really see all the intangibles that you want in a quarterback in him, and he's got to have those on full display this year because he's got another star behind him in Arch Manning. Those two, I mean, Quinn Ewers has already been uh, given the job as the starter, but we know moving forward that lingering back there is going to be another future star. Um, and so obviously great, great uh, problems to have there with multiple superstars at the quarterback position. But uh, let's go ahead and dive into the breakdown. The Texas Longhorns, they play at uh, Daryl K. Royal Texas Memorial Stadium, which seats a whopping 100,119, uh, one of the biggest stadiums in college football uh, it's, it's the largest in the big 12 by a significant margin seventh largest stadium in the united states and ninth largest stadium in the world uh, as they always say everything's bigger in texas and and texas memorial stadium dkr is is a fantastic gem in the college football world and one that i cannot wait to uh visit myself in the future it, it's one of those environments we all know uh, that that is just one of those storied programs and, 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 and the like and how important it is in the landscape of college football. Uh, just can't wait to have an opportunity to go there. Looking at a coach on the rise within the program, I'm going to go with running back to Shard Choice. I think we all remember how talented of a football player he was. Uh, at Georgia Tech, uh, multiple-time All-ACC player, went on and played six seasons in the NFL, had some successful years in the NFL um, with with the Dallas Cowboys and 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 and, uh, hand, and a couple others, Washington Buffalo. He was with Indianapolis as well. So, just a a, a good career, and he has since moved on. Um, he he's he was an intern with the Dallas Cowboys in 2016, moved on to North Texas as their running backs coach in uh, 2017 and 2018. And then he moved up uh, to Georgia Tech to his alma mater and coached uh, Jameer Gibbs, who is going to be a future star. And in 2022, uh, well, actually 2021, joined the Texas staff uh, at, and the, this is a younger coach who 
the players I think are going to really love learning from. He's he's got a really he's got an interesting group this year because yes, you lose Doak Doak Walker Award winner B. John Robinson, but there's some really really good young pieces and some other guys that just haven't gotten a ton of opportunity. They got the number one ranked running back in the country coming in, and and I always think it's it's fun to watch former players, especially good elite players. Uh, being able to work with these elite talents and just to see what they can become under their tutelage. So I think moving forward, Coach Choice is going to have a really good coaching career. Looking at Texas now with their schedule, they open up against Rice. Then they go to Alabama in the return game that it's going to be going to be obviously a battle. Uh, Texas had them, had an opportunity last year against them. And, and I really think they're going to have an opportunity this year as well. Alabama is not going to be uh, the the elite national title winning Alabama that we're used to. I'm not saying that they can't do that because they obviously could, but Texas has a real opportunity here to uh, to make a statement there. Then they play Wyoming, and then at Baylor, Kansas. Then of course Oklahoma in Dallas. They go to Houston. They play BYU, Kansas State at TCU at Iowa State and then Texas Tech on Black Friday. So, but of course, playing Alabama in the non-conference, and then you go into Big 12 play, and you play the the, the teams that you know they're going to play. And But this is a Texas team this year where all the eyes are going to be on them, and they really have an opportunity to make a statement, as, as they need to, with the move that they're about to make into the SEC to show everybody – that they're elite and that they will be there when it's all said and done. They have recruited at a tremendously high level, as we'll get into with the position-by-position breakdown. Uh, But it it should show this year. They started to turn a corner a little bit last year. Well, now they really should be able to make a statement this year. Uh, Looking at the offense now, position-by-position now, the quarterback position has so much intrigue around it. Obviously, when you have Quinn Ewers and Arch Manning, there there's going to be that. Uh, Ewers returns and, and has the potential to be a Heisman finalist. He he's that good. He's that talented. He he could have a special special season. Uh, then of course, five star Arch Manning will will wait his turn. But if needed, he will be ready. So I mean, this position has multiple guys that can really do some things. And the running back room is might be the only question mark on the offense as they a lot of inexperienced options are in place uh, that are going to replace Doak Walker Award winner Bijan Robinson. Watch out for true freshman C.J. Baxter. He was the number one ranked running back in the class of 2023. And then they have Jaden Blue, Jonathan Brooks, and Keelan Robinson will also see carries as well. Uh, the receiving core is absolutely elite and has an assortment of riches. Wide receiver Xavier Worthy had 760 yards and nine touchdowns last year. Jordan Whittington had 652 yards. And tight end Jatavian Sanders returns as well. He had 613 yards and five TDs. As does Isaiah Nair from an ACL injury. He had 12 touchdowns at Wyoming in 2023. So a big addition there as well. Uh, the additions of true freshmen, uh, wide receivers, Jonte Cook II, DeAndre Moore Jr., and Ryan Niblett, along with Georgia transfer A.D. Mitchell, make this unit unbelievable. Just an unbelievable assortment of riches 
at the receiving position and tight end. An unbelievable group here. Ewers has all the pieces you could ever need from this group. Uh, the offensive line returns all five starters and could be one of the best in college football. Uh, center Jake Majors, left tackle Kelvin Banks, junior, left guard Hayden Connor, right guard Cole Hudson, and right tackle Christian Jones make an elite unit. The offense as a whole is going to be pretty darn elite. This is a special, special group of players here. Now shifting to the defense. The defensive line that led college football and QB pressures returns quality pieces. Uh, they do lose a couple to the NFL, but like I said, they, they led college football and QB pressures last season. Uh, defensive ends, Baron Sorrell, Justice Finkley, and Ethan Burke have experience, as do defensive tacklers Vondre Sweat and uh, Brian Murphy II. And then Minnesota transfer Trill Carter will also help at defensive tackle. Uh, the linebacking core returns star Jalen Ford. He had an unbelievable season last year with 119 tackles, 10 tackles for loss, four interceptions, three forced fumbles, and two fumble recoveries. He was an All-American by some. Uh, watch out for true freshman Anthony Hill Jr. He was the number one ranked linebacker in the class of 2023. Again, an amazing uh, get for the Longhorns. Uh, the secondary returns. Cornerback Ryan Watts, nickelback Jade Barron, who led the team with an 11 and a half tackles for loss last year, and then safety Jaron Thompson. Uh, the additions of cornerback Gavin Holmes from Wake Forest and safety Jalen Catalan from Arkansas could make this one of the one of the best units in college football. Uh, Catalan was an All-American in 2020, but has dealt with some shoulder injuries since then, and if he can return to his All-American form. Uh, this secondary is going to be very elite. Uh, just a really, really good group of guys. Just get it together, and, and, and I think they could really do some special things. Uh, shifting to special teams now, kicker Burt Auburn returns after an outstanding 2022 season where he, he had a huge kick against Alabama and really, really talented player. Uh, punter Ryan Sanborn transfers in from Stanford with an almost 42-yard average from last season. Uh, final analysis now, this is my opinion on the Texas Longhorns. With so much back, there is a reason why Texas is the clear favorite in the Big 12. There, there's a, there's Texas, on paper especially, you look at this roster and there, there's not much of a debate that this is the best team in the Big 12 on paper. Now, they have to be able to go out there and prove it, and we have to see mentally that they can handle it as, as they've had some issues with that in the past couple years. And now that they're going to have a target on their back, we'll see how they handle that mentally. Um, recruiting has skyrocketed and momentum is through the roof. This is the year they need to show that they are ready for the jump that's coming next season. They need to prove to college football that, that they're here and they're here to stay and they're going to be a player when it comes to the new system moving forward um, because you don't want to make that move to the SEC and get eaten alive. I, I, I worry about that for Oklahoma's sake. Uh, Texas, on the other hand, seems to be headed in the right direction without a doubt. But this year, they really need to prove it. Uh, it's kind of one of those prove-it years, I guess you could say. And with the talent that they have, it, it would be a real travesty if they didn't prove it and didn't win the Big 12, first of all. But not only win the Big 12, but they can, they can contend 
for the college football playoff as well. That's how talented this team is. They Again, they just got to go out and, and prove it and show everybody that they can do it. There's no doubt that they can, though. So, <clears throat> hope you enjoyed this breakdown. Love bringing these to you guys. One of the favorite things I do every year. Thank you so much for listening. Please like, subscribe if you ever listen to the podcast, and then give the podcast Twitter account a follow at TNT College Football One. Everybody have a good day. God bless.